Hey, it's Matthew J. Thanks for checking out the show. Do you like spooky, wicked conspiracy history and stories? Do you like hearing short stories that just make you question, is that true? Then sit down and turn up the volume. All information used in this podcast is protected by fair use. Episode 39, Haunted Restaurants and Bars. Let me introduce myself. My name is Matthew J. I am your host and storyteller. I love talking to people and listening about their stories about anything they find interesting. I enjoy telling these stories and doing the research to get deeper into these accounts. So this podcast is about history, kooky tales, cryptozoology, ghost stories, and all the conspiracy theories that keep me asking, is that true? Do you enjoy going out to get drinks and dinner with family or friends? Do you like to try holes in the wall or greasy spoon locations? Do you consider yourself a foodie? Well, this episode might make you think twice about going out to eat, unless you like eating with ghosts. Well, let us start there and pull information from the Google machine and learn a little history. The definition of a restaurant is a place where people pay to sit and eat meals that are cooked and served on the premises. The definition of a bar is a counter across from which alcoholic drinks or refreshments are served. The oldest operating restaurant and bar in the United States is the White Horse Tavern in Newport, Rhode Island. The oldest restaurant in the world is located in Madrid, Spain. It was opened in 1725. It is known as Sorbina de Botin. The oldest bar is Sean's Bar in Ireland and opened in 980. It is still called the, quote, oldest pub in the world. Definition of haunted is an adjective that describes a place frequented by a ghost. The definition of a phantom is a noun, is a ghost or apparition, a shadow or specter. The five most common types of ghosts. Number one, the interactive ghost. Looks like a person, talks, touch, or emits an odor. Two, an ecto-mist, a vaporous cloud colored white, gray, or black. Number three, a poltergeist, a noisy ghost, and the worst kind. Number four, orbs, balls of light and mostly caught on film. Number five, funnel ghosts or vortex of lights or cold spots. That is some good information to help us get going in this spooky and wicked stories. Have you ever been to a restaurant or a bar and get a feeling of weird vibes? I do not mean that you have feeling vibes from the girl or guy you are trying to pick up before the 2 p.m. call. I am talking about negative feelings that make you think this is not a great place. The food is good, but it feels like something else is going on. Well, restaurants and bars in Charleston, Seattle, and Raleigh have stories that ghosts might be haunting the places people like to visit for a meal. Maybe their last meal. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) 
We need to thank listener Chris V from Raleigh for this rabbit hole of a podcast episode. He reached out to ask about my knowledge about spooky field pubs and restaurants. And I was like, dude, I've been to two haunted places that serve liquid courage and great Southern food. We then discussed about other places he had been to that are haunted and that today people still visit to meet family, friends, or even dates. But we thought people need to know that they are not eating or drinking with just the living. The city of Charleston, South Carolina is a port city off the Atlantic Ocean that was founded in 1670. The city is defined by its cobblestone streets, horse-drawn carriages, and pastel-colored antebellum houses. Charleston is also known to be the, quote, most haunted southern city in America. My visit to Charleston in 2000 was a great visit for my podcast material. I was there for a few days, and I ate at two great restaurants. The two locations were the South End Brewery, located at 161 East Bay Street, and Pugin's Porch, located at 72 Queen Street. I chose those readers based on the location of my hotel and their favorable ratings. Well, let's start at the South End Brewery. It is stated to be the home to a phantom by the name of George Poirier. George was a businessman that had an office in the building in 1885. His office was on the third floor and the window view faced the Charleston Harbor. One morning, he could see a ship in the harbor engulfed in flames and beginning to sink. George at that point recognized the ship as the one he just spent his entire fortune on to own. He became so upset and distraught that he flung a rope over one of the ceiling rafters and hung himself to death. Many years later, that building was converted into a brewery and restaurant. During the renovations, and still to this day, people have claimed to see in the early mornings to see in the third floor windows what looks to be a body hanging by a noose from the third floor rafters. Then the people rush into the building to double check what they saw from the outside. Nothing is hanging from the rafters. Also at the South End Brewery, many employees have heard spectral voices and have seen odd things. The employees have shared that the pool table room near the restrooms is the most active. One story before opening day, one day, a team of bartenders and servers placed chairs in the pool table room to allow more seating for a weekend rush. The work was done and the staff left that room and headed to other rooms to get them ready. One of the bartenders later, who helped with earlier in the pool table room, had to use the bathrooms and walked back upstairs and peeked into the pool table room. He turned white and began to call the others to come and see what he found. All the chairs in that room had been placed onto the pool tables, stacked in a neat manner. Holy cow, that is creepy. If you have visited Charleston, South Carolina, you most likely have been to Pugin's Porch, located at 72 Queen Street. This is the quintessential Southern food stop for all foodies visiting Charleston. But beware, this restaurant that serves great brunch is not haunted by a small dog. This is haunted by a ghost of a female named Zoe St. Armand. Zoe is also known as, quote, the lady in the black dress. This restaurant is so haunted that the Charleston Police Department are aware that they will get calls from people driving or walking by late at night or early morning to see the lady in the black dress. 
The lady in the back dress is showing signs of distress from either the second floor balcony or window on the second floor or near the glass front door. The witnesses have seen a woman screaming for help inside the house. When the owner or the police search Pugin's porch later, no woman can be found. The scariest stories come from the women's bathroom. The story goes that during the day, patrons of the restaurant have rude run-ins with Zoe in the restroom. When the patrons are using the facilities and finishing up, a set of black old lady shoes stand really close to the toilet door. The patron using that stall will most likely finish quickly or speak up, stating, hey, give me some space, it's private time here. Nothing is heard, and the two shoes do not move. The person then flushes the toilet and pushes the door open, hoping to hit the rude lady with the door. Well, the door hits no one. The door swings through a mist of a woman wearing all black and then poof, vanishes. Let me wash my hands and check, please. If you are not freaking out yet, wait to hear about two locations in Seattle, Washington. The city of Seattle is a city on the Puget Sound in the Pacific Northwest and is surrounded by water, mountains, and the fantastic evergreen forests. The population is about 724,305, and in this very cold and rainy city has a lot of residents that like to go out and eat and grab some happy hour drinks. But two places that are local favorites are Merchant's Cafe and Saloon, located at 109 Yesler Way, and Kell's Irish Restaurant and Bar, located at 1916 Post Alley and Pike Place Market. Both locations are considered full of phantoms and paranormal terror. Okay, we're going to start at the Merchant's Cafe and Saloon. It was built in 1890 and is considered the oldest operating restaurant and saloon in Seattle and possibly on the West Coast. The saloon used to serve the miners of the area five-cent beers and also help the girls on the upstairs brothel get some clients. The stories that are paranormal start in the downstairs restrooms. Many patrons and employees of the cafe state they have seen an apparition of, quote, an oriental girl dressed like she worked in the early 1900 brothel walking the hallway and in the restroom areas. Visitors have seen opening and closing of doors with no one near them. Some male patrons while in the bathroom have heard the woman's voice whisper in their ears while using the toilet or washing their hands. I wonder, is it sweet nothings or something scarier? Hey, ladies, you're not off the hook. On the top floor of the cafe and saloon is a ghost that is a male predator. He has been known to harass female bartenders, most have them quit, or female patrons that have run out of the bar screaming for help. Yikes, that is crazy. The second bar and restaurant is the Kells Irish Restaurant and Bar, and it is full of terror. In 1903, the building where Kells is located today was home to the Butterworth and Sons Mortuary. The main entrance to the restaurant and pub was the location where the dead bodies were shipped into the mortuary. Butterworth and Sons was the first place in the city of Seattle that would offer services related to death and handling dead bodies. They also sold coffins to the families. One-stop shopping. The basement is where the embalming and cremation was done for most lost souls of Seattle in the early 1900s. The pub has two famous ghosts. The first ghost is usually only seen during the day and when children are with their parents in the restaurant or the pub during the daytime hours. 
many patrons and pub staff have seen, quote, the little girl with red hair, end quote. No one knows who she is, but they believe she was a young girl that died during the 1918 flu. She likes to pull pranks on the adults, but loves to play with the visiting children to the restaurant. The little girl has been known to manipulate things, and some stories state the little girl makes toys for the living children while they're eating at the restaurant. The second ghost is called Charlie. Charlie loves music, and he makes his presence known by popping up and manifesting in the reflection of the Guinness mirror behind the bar. Witnesses have stated to see an older man that is wearing a derby hat in the mirror when a local band is rocking or sending off positive vibes throughout the crowd. He is always wearing that hat and smiling when the music is light and warm with great feeling. After the song changes or a witness makes eye contact, Charlie disappears. Was Charlie the teen spirit that Nirvana sang about? You know, Nirvana is from Seattle, right? If not, then Google it. Well, before we finish this podcast, we need to talk about my home state of North Carolina. The city of Raleigh has a haunted eatery, and it was a certified haunted by a paranormal team of North Carolina. When the XOCO Mexican Girl was opened, it was very quick to find out that it was not alone in the building. The old creamery building in Glenwood South area is full of stories of damaging fires with multiple deaths and later murders of four female prostitutes by the hands of the serial killer known as John Williams Jr. in 1995. The Exocio Mexican Grill is no longer open, but when it was, the paranormal activity was dishes flying off the shelves and hitting staff, lights flickering on and off during operating hours, and the staff and patrons hearing spectral voices whispering in dark spots near the restrooms and the backrooms. What is up with ghosts and bathrooms? Again, this restaurant is no longer open, but the new restaurant is the Pine Street Public House. But I could not find any stories if the new group has had any spooky incidents. Visit if you dare. What do you think? Do you think that ghosts and phantoms are haunting restaurants and bars that might have been in the past areas of shady activity? Do you think that the spirits of dead are lost and just clinging to these areas based on the good food, good drinks, and good times of the bars and restaurants? How about do you think bathrooms are portals to the afterworld? I mean, all these stories seem to count around the bathrooms. I have no idea what is going on, but I do know that a lot of people have reported sightings of ghostly figures. They heard whispers or seeing people from the past in these buildings. What are they seeing? I do know that I will still visit and eat these places. I love food. Just maybe it will be done in the daytime and I will use the bathroom once I get back home. Do you like this podcast? Then we need to thank Anchor for helping to get this podcast distributed. Please share the show with your family, friends, coworkers, aliens from another planet, or any creature you know that listens to podcasts. Please email suggested stories or some of your stories that I can read on the podcast. Please email me at s period w period c history podcast at gmail.com. The show is on the next door app. Please follow the spooky wicked conspiracy history group. Join the group and get the show in a direct line to me to talk about the podcast. The spooky wicked conspiracy history podcast is also on iHeartRadio. Please help me give the show a five star review on Apple. It helps people find the show. We are worldwide. We have listeners in Germany, United Kingdom, the Philippines, Puerto Rico, Ireland, Canada, Australia, Sweden, South Africa, Portugal, Costa Rica, New Zealand, Norway, India, Russia, Denmark, Czech Republic, Netherlands, Spain, Hungary, and now Singapore. Please share the show with your countrymen. 
Thank you, and please keep listening to the next show. Good day and good night.